Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy is doing well. Let me tell you something, family. Today is a day in the United States that we remember 9-11. And we celebrate those who lost their lives. And we pray for all the people who have lost loved ones in 9-11. We pray that they have just peace and unspeakable peace and joy. There's a lot going on in the world today. Uh, we would like to just uh, say uh, my heart goes out to all the people in New York. Uh, and also, we got to talk about uh, what's happening over in the United Kingdom, uh, the loss of the Queen. We pray for that nation. We pray that uh, God give them peace and comfort. We pray for the family there. And we pray, Father, for the peace uh, with the, the war in Ukraine between and Russia, that, Father, that peace would just show up, Father, that things would come together, but Father, but wherever there's rumors of wars, that you would just step in. So today we honor those fallen in 9-11. We are just, I'm actually, Father, just to bless the people today because this family, we have listeners from New York that watch on Facebook and also on the podcast show and also on YouTube. So my heart goes out to you. Uh, I understand that this could be a difficult day for people. You know, I understand that. Uh, because of the tragedy of 9-11. And so uh, we're just going to start out in prayer today. We're going to do something a little different today. Uh, let's pray. Oh, precious Father, in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we just thank you for today. Father, I pray for the people, Father, uh, who lost loved ones in 9-11. But Father, I pray for anyone that has lost someone that's mourning a loss today. I'm asking you to be with them, Father, that you give them peace and comfort, Father, that you will show up for them, Father, in the midst of their pains and tribulations and heartaches, Father. I pray that you show up and bless your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, family, I'm excited about today because guess what? I know that God is up to great things in your life and in my life. Uh, I believe that all things are possible to him that believe it. That's what the word of God says. So I'm believing today that all those who might be in a place of mourning and hardship today, that God would give them comfort and joy. So today, uh, the title of the message is, God is our protection. And I'll be reading uh, out of the book of Psalms, uh, Psalms 91. I'll be reading from the New King James Version today. And I just want to encourage people to know that uh, God is our protection. And you know, I always, I always say family on the show, whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, is on God's heart and mind as well. I want you to know that God does love you. He cares for you. And, and, and if you don't believe that, this Bible that we're about to get into is written because God cared about mankind. Everything in this Bible is meant to save us. The Bible was meant to bring people into the knowledge of God, to give them hope in a fallen world. And we had the ultimate faith walker on the earth, Jesus Christ, God himself. He came down here to show men how to live in victory and walk in victory. And so, you know, I was telling you, family, I'm working on this book, How About Faith? And, you know, I'm excited about it because, you know, uh, Jesus was the ultimate faith walker. He showed his disciples how to walk in faith. And as we know, as Jesus ascended to the heavens, that his disciples was left on earth. And they went about doing the same things. They was able to emulate. They was able to do everything that Christ had did because he showed them how to walk in faith. And the biggest thing that they ever asked him was how to pray. 
So if I, I want you to understand this, that prayer is the most effective weapon on the face of the earth. So if you're facing a situation, a storm of battle, your spiritual warfare is to pray and ask God to come in and save you and rescue you from those things that are hindering you. And family, I'm so excited today. I love y'all. I love talking about the podcast show. I love talking about uh, where, the, where, you know, where the listeners are from. And the reason why is because I thank you for taking time out your busy day to hear what the Lord has placed on my heart to say to you. And I want you to know this podcast show is not about me. It's all about Jesus Christ. It's about the blood of Jesus. It's how he went to Calvary for you and me to give us victory. And so, uh, like I said, we prayed earlier. And, you know, I thank y'all for just being a part of the family. And today, I'm just going to dive in the word because I don't uh, don't want to uh, be long and take up all your time. But we, the title of the message is God is our protection. And we be uh, in the book of Psalms, Psalms 91, because as we celebrate those fallen victims of 9-11 and the families who are mourning their loved ones. And as America remembers 9-11, that great tragedy, uh, I know that God is up to something great because that's who he is. He's a great God. And so let's begin, family. In Psalms 91, now I'm going to give a backdrop about Psalms 91. A lot of people believe that Psalms 91 was penned by Moses. In Psalms 91, uh, it gives hope. And this is how you know that uh, Moses is the author, because when you begin to dive in Psalms 91, who knows about God's protection? Moses knows because he had to go face to Pharaoh, the most powerful man on the face of the earth, to tell him that God said, let his people go. And he trusted and believed God. Moses was a faith walker. He walked by faith. He believed what God was telling him would come to pass. And because he had the audacity to believe that God could do it, God used him and he did it. In verse one, it says this, he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadows of the almighty. God is your protection. And you know, like this, I like to say this family, if you have in a storm, let Jesus be your umbrella. Now, what do you do when it's raining? You get up under the umbrella. And what does the umbrella do? It keeps the rain from falling on you. So when you get into a circumstance, a situation that goes beyond your understanding, pull up your umbrella and get up under it and believe in Jesus. Because like I tell you, family, all the time, Jesus works in impossibilities, bringing impossible possible. That's what Jesus does. And let's go back and look at verse one again. He who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty i would say to the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in him i would trust did you hear that will you trust god today well god is a promise keeper god is a protector god loves you god cares for you did you hear that family let's look at that again in verse two i would say the lord he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. And if you think about Moses, and you think about the children of Israel, in the book of Exodus, every time that there was an obstacle that came against them, didn't God show up? When they got to the Red Sea, what did God do? He parted the Red Sea. 
when they needed water, when they needed meat, what did God do? He provided for them. Did you know that? That's what God did. Keep on believing and trusting in God. And like I said, I know today is a difficult day for some people because of the loss of loved ones. And I know exactly what that feels like. You know, my brother, uh, his birthday was Friday and he passed away in December. I lost my mother, I lost my son. So I do understand how tragedy can hit you. But let me tell you something. Keep on believing and don't ever give up on God because he is our protection. And verse three says, surely he should deliver you from the snares of the fowler. Let me tell you something. When something comes against you, understand this. God loves you so much. It says that God loved the world that guess what he did? He sent this only begotten son into the world. Did you hear that? Because he loved you. And guess what he did? He let his son go to the cross. He turned his back on him because he loved you. And he wants us to have life and have it more abundantly. He wants us to have victory. Trust in God. Don't give up. I know sometimes you get hard, family. You got to know that God can do it. Here we go. I want you to see it. In verse 4, oh, let's go to verse 3. Surely he should deliver you from the snares of the flower and from the the perilous pestilence. He should cover you with his feathers under his wings. You should take refuge. See, that's that umbrella. That's who God is. He's that umbrella. Hallelujah. You got to know that he's that umbrella. Let's go back. He should cover you with his feathers and under his wings. You should take refuge. And what God is saying is just very simple family. He wants you to get in that place. He wants you to get in that secret place. Get up under him. You know, I'm talking about, you know, get on your knees and say, God, I need you, God. I don't know what to do. These circumstances are going on in my life are just too big for me. Let me tell you something. If you would trust God, let me tell you something. You will see God move in your life. And guess what? There's going to be some people who will come to you and tell you, hey, this God ain't real. But let me tell you something. This invisible God is a visible God because he shows up in the midst of trials and tribulation. In, in, this, in this Bible that I'm holding in my hand, there's nothing but endless counts of testimony after testimony about the wonderful working powers of God. Did you hear that? There's just endless Endless accounts of God coming through for those who needed him. And as we go ahead on, let's check it out. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings you should take refuge. His truth should be your shield and buckler. You should not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day. God saying, I'm going to protect you. In the night, in the day, God is a God who doesn't sleep. In Psalms 121, it says, God neither slumbers nor sleep. God is always at work, family, for you and me. And like I said, and we just got to hold on and know that God is our protection. God is a faithful God. He's faithful to his word. He will be with you. In verse 5, he said, you should not be afraid of the terror. By night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. I want to thank you, Miss Bell, for what you just wrote. It encouraged me to just to stand in God's word. I said thank you, Jackie Bell. I appreciate what you wrote. That's a, a beautiful statement right there. I want to tell you, God is at work all the time. 
You got to know that God is faithful. Here we go. I want you to see it. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walk in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. Did you hear that? God said the night, the day, the noonday. He's letting you know, hey, I'm a 24-hour God, 365 days a year. There's no time that you're not being protected by God. Did you hear that? There's no time that you're not being protected by God. God is your shield. He's your troop. He's your buckler. He's right there with you. Let's go ahead on verse seven. He says, a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it should not come near you. And what God is saying, hey, there is weapons that's formed. This is why it says in Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against these should prosper. Because guess what? If you read that above, that is going to say, God, make the waste. In other words, guess what? God is the author, the finisher. In other words, God is fully in control. He's never not in control. God is never surprised of what's going on in your life. God is not surprised about what's going on in the world. He already know it. He already know it. One of the great things that I've been looking at in John chapter 11, when Jesus is going to raise Lazarus, he knows what is going on. The disciples think Lazarus just sleep, he'll get well. And, and, and Jesus just tell them just like this. Lazarus is dead, but I'm glad for your sake because he knew that this would be the pinnacle of his ministry, but also it would be something that they can reference as they go through trials and tribulation, that God works in impossibilities, bringing the impossible possible. Because when God went to go raise Lazarus, Lazarus has been dead four days. And in the Jewish belief, they believe that the spirit of the body, the spirit of a dead person hovered over the body for three days. The fourth day makes it totally impossible. It breaks anything that they could believe in. But only person who can do something like this was a God. So on that fourth day, when God raises Lazarus after he's been dead four days, guess what happens? It defies all logic to them. This is when the people should have been rejoicing and saying that the Messiah is here because that is the pinnacle. He was letting everyone know that he was God. But guess what? And it was raising Lazarus based upon Jesus' love for Lazarus, Mary, and Martha. And you know, that word love, if you look up the definition in the Greek, it's philos. God had a relationship that he loved this man. And even Jesus Christ cried when he got to the grave site of Lazarus. This is God crying. You know, one of the great things I, I, as I've been looking and writing about this book, uh, What About Faith? Lazarus had to have been such a man that was full of love and compassion because even the disciples, everyone called him a friend. Boy, that's something to strive for. Let's go ahead on, family. I want I want you to understand that today, whatever you're going through, that God is your protector, that he's fighting for you. He's right there with you. Let me tell you something. He's holding your hand. Even as you remember, God is right there with you. Let's go ahead back to verse 7. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, but it should not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. 
Did you hear, did, did you hear what Moses is saying? He's saying this, you're going to see that enemy around you. And we, and we know it's true because guess what? When Moses and them walked through the Red Sea on dry ground, it said what? The Egyptians followed in after them, right? But what happened? Didn't the waters return and they drowned? After all the bondage, all the hurt, they saw the reward of the enemy. And guess what? If you go to Exodus 14 and you start reading this, you're going to see, he said, that this enemy, you won't see them no more. They didn't know what God was going to do, but God knew it because guess what? God is omnipresent, omnipotent. There's nothing that God does not know. He knows everything. So let's go ahead. I want you to know God is your protection today. And as you go out today and you go to service today, understand this. God is your protection. God is your defense. Let's go ahead on verse nine. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high your habitation, no evil should befall you, nor should any plague come near your dwelling. For he should give his angels charge over you to keep you in your ways. Ain't that a wonderful promise from God? God saying, guess what? I'm going to even have the angels protect you. They're going to guard you. Understand this. This is one of the things that, you know, uh, as God, as you grow with God, God says, all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. And you might think because someone left your life or something fell apart, you might think it can be the biggest loss to you, but you didn't realize until later on as you begin to see the wonderful working powers of Jesus Christ, you realize what you thought was a tragedy was nothing but the protection of God around you. Did you know that? That God will protect you. God will keep you. God will keep you safe. Hallelujah. Boy, let's get pumped up, family. Here we go. I want you to see it. It says for in verse 11, for he would give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They should bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You should tread upon the lions and the cobras. The young lions and the serpents shall trample under your feet. God is giving you the insurance that he's going to protect you, that he's going to watch over you. And let me tell you some family. Cry out to God. Say, hey, God, I. I don't, if you don't understand, say, God, I don't understand. Make it clear and plain to me. God, show up for me. I don't know how to do it. Let me see you. And that's my prayer every day, that God would just show up for you, that whatever's ailing you, whatever's coming at you, that he would come in and give you the victory. Hallelujah. Let's go ahead on. In verse 14, but he has set his love upon me. Therefore, I would deliver him. Did you hear that? That God would deliver you? That he will set his love upon you, this love that Jesus had for Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, the love that he had for his disciples, it's the same love he got for you and me. Do you know he loves you so much that he made you a joint heir with him? That you have the right to say, Abba, call his father, his father. And the only thing the disciples ever asked Jesus was how to pray, right? And what did he tell him? Our father. He said, he said, our father. If you can get a hold of that, he said, our father, who art in heaven. Did you hear what he said? That's our father. He's letting you know, hey, it's yours, mine, whoever wants to claim it. 
our father. God is your protection. Uh, I don't know who needs to hear, but you need to know that God is your protection. God will protect you. God will keep you safe. Hallelujah. Let's keep on going, family, because, you know, I'm pumped up. Let's go back to verse 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He should call upon me and I will answer him. This is God's assurance. Did you hear what he said? If you call upon me, I will answer. Like I try to tell you, family, over and over and over again, the power of prayer, guess what? Is the most effective weapon on the earth. As you begin to cry out to the Lord, understand this. Boy, you get his attention. Boy, let me tell you something. God will come through. He says this. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He should call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. See, that's one thing right there. I want to stop right here. Did you hear that? He said, I will be with him in troubles. So what that tells me, that tells me, guess what? It's going to be some things in my life that's going to come at me that just ain't going to be right. But God said, guess what, Danny? I'm going to be with you in trouble. I'm going to help you along. I'm going to help you through that. Hallelujah. You just keep on trusting and believing in me. I'll show up for you. Let's go back. I want you to see it. He says this in verse 15. He should call upon me. I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Did you hear that? God said he would honor you. He would deliver you. He said this. I will deliver him and honor him with a long life. I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Did you know this whole Bible that I'm holding in my hand is written for me and you to have victory on earth? And so all those who are mourning today, whether it's in the United States, whether it's in the United Kingdom, whether it's in Ukraine, wherever you're at, it can be in Africa, it can be anywhere, it can be in Australia. Let me tell you something. God is there. And I'm going to close in prayer. I want to tell you I love y'all family. I want y'all to be excited because God is our protection. He protects us. He keeps us safe. And so let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. I just thank you for the day. I ask you to bless the people, Father, all around the world, Father, that are mourning, that are hurting, Father, that you be with them. Let them know that you are their protection. Based upon the word of Psalms 90, 91, God, you said that you will protect them, Father, that you would keep them safe, that you would answer them when they call, Father. Show up for your people today. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember this, family. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. And I love you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Bye-bye. Have a blessed Sunday.